Welcome, everybody. This is episode four of the Wandering Sun podcast. My name is Eric Villatoro, and I'm here with Enzo Uribe, a good friend of mine. Enzo, I met you at church. I recently had gotten saved. This was about a year ago. And I saw you, my first introduction to you was you playing the drums, actually. You were playing, the, you literally playing the drums with, with obviously in the band, um, Soberano. And then as I got to know you more, I find out, oh, this guy does sound for the whole church. This okay. guy does design, like graphic design for the whole church. This dude's about to get married. Now you're married. And then as I started to get to know you more, it was like, oh, he's been in the church for a while. And he's been serving the church for a while. Yeah. And then you also dress like really cool. You got the Balenciagas, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, going, <laughs> going crazy. There's a lot going on, but um, you are, you know, you are obviously a, a son. You are a, a husband, um, a leader in the church. You are creative. Um, so I, I'm super excited to just have this conversation with you because I think you're going to bring a really young and just cool, interesting perspective to this. But is there anything that I'm missing, man, uh, as far as like your trajectory of where you're at right now? Uh, I'm going to see. I like graphics for church, sound for church. I've always liked the whole technical creative thing, you know, that has to that you that you do for a church. And I'm thankful that at my church, you know, we're we're free to like express ourselves in, in those areas. Sound, recording sound, recording, you know, live streaming, cameras, taking pictures, graphics, all of that. It's fun. And even now, yeah, with uh, how you're saying with the live stream, that's been something new that we've had to dabble. Uh, and I want to I wanna actually go into that, into that area. How is it? I don't want to compare, but you just mentioned like, right, you're in a church that actually is willing to go into those areas. And I know you, like many, have come from like a conserv conservative church or a church that doesn't look that deep into the new the new age. So how has that been for you and, and how important is it for a church um, from your perspective to, you know, dabble and, and see different ways of communicating with people? Well, I guess like, like you know, like from the place where I come from, it's like the old church that I used to go to. I I, I wanted to do the same thing, you know, like because I, I, at my old church, I was there since like since it started. So it was like 10 of us. And then, you know, the church kept on growing and and I saw the need. I, every time we had we had service, I was like, "This sounds bad." Like, <laughs> just, it sounds bad. The pastor was like yelling the whole time. You know, there was feedback in the back. Yeah, and I was like, "I don't, I don't, I don't like it." So then I just, I just, I remember I started praying, and I, and I was telling God, I was like, "God, I just want to learn everything that I need to learn for the the whole the church to to function." You know, the technical. Like, I want to learn all the technical stuff. I want to learn. I want to make this look nice. I think it was only me and this other girl that, that we were like the, the youth of the church. And I was like, I, we need more young people here. Like, you know, I, I want to make this. I, I just wanted to, I wanted to look cool. Yeah. You know, why, why does things from the world have to look cool, but the church can't look cool. Mm. And I, and I knew, I knew I had a challenge cause you know, like, I come from a, it was a Pentecostal church. Um, they were on fire for the Lord, but then when it comes to like bringing those things that they see out there to the church, it's a sin, or it looks like a sin. So let's not even get there. So I was like, mm. that's, I need to find a way to bring this to church. But my thing was like, first I need to learn it. So then I started praying. I was I, I kept telling God, 
my main prayer was, God, just teach me how to do sound, teach me how to how to run a camera, how to turn it on. I don't know how to use it. Yeah. Uh, and then I start I start to like find out that at my school we had like you know we had um, classes that I can learn all these things. So then I I took I took photography for like three years. And then the class, the class next to that, it was graphic design. So I was like, I need to take this too. So I took that for like two years. Yeah. And, and then after that, there was TV production, and I I went to that. I had like three electives at the same time. Bro. TV production game, bro. I I was in TV production for like two years, and then I had TV production, and I have the yearbook class. So I had three electives going on at the same time. I had graphic design, the yearbook. And to your production. So I was always in the hallway. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> taking pictures, taking videos, because we had we had like a little TV show at school. Every yeah. morning they would show the announcements. So I would like go in the hallways and record stuff. So people thought that I was always skipping, but I wasn't. You were <laughs> I working. Mean, I, I did skip at the end, but <laughs> but most of the time, you know, to me school was fun because I was always doing something that I wanted to do. And yeah. then at the end of the day, I ended up using it for his glory, for real. And that's what I wanted. You know, I ended up learning a lot. And one of the things that I'm very thankful for now is that at my church, you know, we have people that actually want us to, like, grow in what we know how to do. Yeah. At my old church, it was kind of difficult because, like, first of all, they don't really believe in that stuff. Let me, right there, though, why do you think there's a hesitation for for churches to 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 advance in technology, and I know you mentioned like oh they think or they might think it's a it's a sin. Yeah. What do you have you have you thought about that? What what do you think it is that makes them uncomfortable? That's one of the the reasons why. But then at the, the same time, I think that people. I mean, they they just they're just not ready to invest money into that because they don't see it as a priority. And and the thing is, this they stayed in that thought for like ever. <laughs> so. So they never get to step out of that and be like, oh, you know, we actually need this. Let's and we have someone that that is willing to do and been putting in work. So let's let you know, let's let's give him what he needs. You know, I, I don't know, especially when it's when it's a new church that just started, their main focus is just let's like, just bring people to church. Yeah. But they, but they don't think about like how can we bring people to church? You know, they're especially nowadays, bro. Like you need to be on social media. If you're not on social media, yeah. bro, your church literally doesn't exist, basically. Yeah, and I, and I guess you know to be fair too, there has to be a balance, right? Because there's some churches that focus so much on graphics and how it looks, and they're you know they're dead, you know, yeah. like the spirit is not flowing through them. So obviously, there has to be a balance of like, man, you have to really uh, put a focus on discipleship and you know focusing on what the spirit wants to do in this building through the church, and then also being brave enough to you know, expand and having vision to expand. So it has oh, yeah. to be like a balance, right? And I think we are blessed at our church that, you know, they have both. So so that's really cool. And it and it's cool because I took TV production as well. I did the same thing as you <laughs> on the last year though. Bro, well, you did it for one year. For one year, I took like three electives. I took a Photoshop class. I took a TV production. And I think I took like art or something. And I was just like, I'm going to just go all out. You know what I'm saying? I got a 3.0. I don't really need that crazy of a GPA. And I did that. But it's just crazy how God, you know, like even looking back at that at that time, that was a seed. You know what I'm saying? It was him preparing us. 
definitely. You know? I didn't even know that thing existed, bro, at my school, honestly. Because I was, I didn't, you know, I didn't really want, I didn't, I didn't even want to be in school, bro. So, yeah. I, so my mind wasn't even there until like I started praying. I started telling God, God, I need to learn this stuff. Where can I learn it from? Bro, I literally used to, even when I was already in like having those classes where I was learning, I would yeah. go, to, I, I would go back home and I would literally watch videos on YouTube all night, bro. All night. Cause um, I wanted to learn about sound and I didn't have a class that would teach me sound in school. Hmm. So, and that was my main thing first. I was already taking, you know, T production, photography, uh, graphic design. So I was like, I got this other parts cover. I'm learning there, but I need to do sound too. Cause that's the main part. I would literally get home, bro. And like watch videos all night. And it, and then, and I used to live far away from my school cause I, I, I didn't want to go to, I used to live in Maryland, but I, I would go to school in Virginia. Yeah. I didn't want to go to schools in Maryland. <laughs> so, you know, I used to, I, I had to wake no up. Extra. <laughs> I need, I had to wake up extra early to get to school. But I remember like I had to leave my house in Maryland like around 630. It will be like 430 a.m. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm still watching this video. But mm. I, just, I just I bro, I just wanted to keep on learning because I wanted to learn fast. And it was it was cool. bro. And I remember it, it was it was cool because at that time. It was when the digital stuff was it was this was like around 2012. 2012. Yeah, bro. We we were right at this at the start. Yeah. Exactly. So I was like, crap, I just learned how to do analog. Now I need to learn how to do digital. But then it was easy because I understood like the main stuff. I think we're so lucky as a as our generation. I can't speak for other generations, right? But our generations in the nineties, right? Like I'm born ninety five, you're like what, ninety three or ninety four? Ninety three. Ninety three, right? Like I think it's so special that we got to live without technology, right? And yeah. we got to live that life and really appreciate not having technology. And then we, in our teenage years or, you know, going into teenage years, we we get to have this crazy access to technology where we can go to YouTube and learn whatever we want, right? Because YouTube started in 2007. It yep. didn't really start taking off uh probably until like 2010 2011 where it's like you could find everything right everything, and yeah. so we were able to see those those two sides actually have a childhood playing outside and then once we we start getting into uh years where we care about actual things having that tool to be able to learn um it's really 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 good and even for 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 like i think it's very good for us to point out like if there's people listening who want to do something creatively like i didn't go to college did you go to college no i didn't even think about it <laughs> <laughs> i dropped out uh, bro, I didn't, that's why i didn't want to go because i knew i was gonna drop out you about to be like me <laughs> but and we but we both you know like i know um audio engineering video editing uh, i know a little bit of design you know audio engineering you're getting into video editing now even you know uh you know audio, how to mix audio how to do live audio and we didn't go to school for this stuff just go on youtube you know youtube university make it happen you know what i mean and and the beautiful thing is that if you are pursuing god at the same time he will use those tools for his glory he'll give you more wisdom honestly bro hmm you see me sometimes that we have like a little issue and I'm like, crap, we need to, we need to fix this like ASAP. And I'm like, yeah. oh, all right. I just, I try to focus, you know, on the weekends before we start the live streaming, we always pray. You know, we always tell God, yeah. God, 
control of our thoughts, you know, give us wisdom, yeah. control of the equipment, no, nothing that happened. So God already has everything under control. Yeah, sometimes we, you know, stumble into like a little issue and we have to fix it right there. And But we, you know, God gives us the wisdom and the patience, bro. We need a lot of patience for that. Yeah, man. And he's training us, you know, because it's funny because we do pray. And man, it's probably been only one day that something doesn't go wrong. Yeah. But from looking at it, it's like, man, I, I know that he's training us for, you know, like something bigger and, and for oh. what's to come, you know, whether as the church grows and as we grow individually in our own projects. Um, so it's crazy. Um, I want to go, I want to go a little back, man. Um, I mean, obviously you're in a good, in a, in a good place right now as in creatively. Right. And, and we have a good church. Um, I love our church. Shout out to King of the Nations, you know what I'm saying? We in Maryland, mm-hmm. you know, come visit us. Well, not yet. We we, we close yeah. right now. <laughs> it's a whole pandemic. Let's 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 go a little bit back, man. I, I recently heard that, you know, you can grow up in church, but that doesn't mean that you are a part of the church. Oh yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You grew up in church. Or am I wrong? I grew up in church. You grew up in church. Yep. When when was it for you? When was that moment that you uh, it became real to you? Honestly, I will say that you know I I grew up in my old church and I, I was always looking to make things better. So I never I never really had anybody like pouring over me, you know, just walking with me, discipling me. So that ha- that has a lot to do with like your walk with Christ, you know, uh, especially because I was. I was a teenager. You know, I'm curious of other things at the same time, but I love God. I, this is the the way that I want to that I want to go. Um so when 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 I, even though I was I was at church all the time before King of the Nations, even though I was at church all the time working for the church, I was close to the pastor, bro. We used to have a radio station. I was there all the time. I was with him all the time. Yes, I had I had my 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 walk with Christ, but it wasn't like how, how it is now. Cause I felt like back then I didn't even know what a relationship with God was. I just knew yeah. that I need to pray. <laughs> so, so I guess when I came to King of the nations and I was like, Whoa, this looks different. Mm. I'm a Christian. Why, why does it look so different to me? <laughs> For real. Cause I remember like the first time I went to King of the nations, I went to, um, it was, um, I think it was earth like heaven. Melanie took me there. And that's your wife were, now. Too. That's Shout out to wifey. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we were there and, and, and we were praying. I mean, they were praying. I was just, I was just, you know, taking everything in. I was like, whoa, this looks, this is crazy. It's, it feels like good in here. Yeah. Like the presence of God there was crazy, bro. And I, as soon as I walked in there, I remember, I remember Jasmine. She just got married this weekend. <laughs> so Jasmine, she, she, she was praying for Melanie. Oh, no. Something like that. I think she, I, they, they had something going on, and and it was just crazy. Everybody was on the floor, bro. Like literally, you know, crying out to Jesus. And and I remember, like out of nowhere, I just got hit, bro. Wow. I got hit, and I ended up on the floor. I was like, "What the heck is going on?" <laughs> I was like, "God, is this you?" You know, because bro, it looked it like. It just looked different for me because, you know, I, it, it, there was so much freedom in the spirit there. There was it, it, everything just it just felt like as soon as you walked in there, bro, like you were not coming out of there the same way. Yeah. So. Wow. So that's when I when I was like, whoa, this this is what I want. 
that was like the start of of who I am now and how I see how my perspective of what it is to seek Jesus or what it is to feel him. Yeah. Before it was it was like the louder I prayed, you know, that means I'm on fire for the Lord, you know. So now it's different. Now it's like there is you actually have to have a relationship with him to understand him, to to know his way, to know how he speaks to you. You know, yeah. I, bro, I, I was I was talking to, to to Melanie like one of these days and I was like, if you put me in a in a, in a you know, if you sit me down and on, on a chair and there, there's like a whole bunch of people. And they touch me and you touch me, I'll feel you. I know which one is you because I know how it feels when you touch me. Hmm. When you have a relationship with God, you already know that, oh, that's his voice. Oh, that's you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so so I didn't know that before. I didn't wow. know that before. But then but then when I started going to King of the Nations, they were like, Yeah, you know, we're here. We we we're, we're um the church is here to 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 push you closer to Jesus, to push you closer to Jesus through your gift through the, and we want to find more and you you know like we want to yeah. push you to find more in yourself and I was like wow so that's when I when I when you know I started learning more about the gifts that God ha- has given me and, and how I'm using them for his glory mm. and, and, and that just changes everything bro that's what pushes me to even you already know bro on the weekend bro I, I love getting to church early yeah I, I just love doing this for him I love it even right now, I'm reflecting on 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 how great our church is, mm-hmm. because and this is not no promotion for our church. I mean, come through because it's amazing. But you know, it's it's really because they do an amazing job at 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 really cultivating uh, the spirit in us, right? And and you're right, you know, about the gifts. Like, I mean. I had the same experience as you when I came in and I saw people on the floor and I saw people, you know, young people worshiping, seeing people with their hands up, seeing people laid out, screaming, not screaming, but like little shouts and, yeah. and that are that are almost angelic. It's like, man, OK, hold up. And then I did go to the same class that you probably did where, where they teach you about your gifts and the gifts of oh, the yeah. spirit and and give you a little, you know, a little nice, simple test that shows you which gifts you could possibly have. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, then they figure out a way to, okay, uh, these are your gifts. You know, would you want to serve the church? Would you want to explore these gifts a little bit more and then put you around people who are hungry for God and can also help you figure out how you can use those gifts for the glory of God? It's really great. And I was talking about this with Carlos on the second episode where, you know, he was like, man, people don't even some people don't even know how fortunate they are man like you know like and and i can fall into that category where this is my first official church yeah you know and i'm coming in meeting people like you and and meeting people like like you know like melanie like darvin like christian uh, like carlos and i'm like man this is what church is supposed to be oh yeah when you were in your other church or you know in your previous churches per se Though it might have not been the same experiences as what you're experiencing now, it was still very real. And by that, I mean that you saw some crazy things, manifestations, and 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 you know you saw the spirit realm. Oh yeah. Can you can you tell me about that, man? I I, I just think it's so interesting. We see this th- these things in movies and scary movies, and you know we've kind of desensitized ourselves from these things, right? Like, oh, it's just a movie. You know, people getting demonized, and yeah. you know, like transforming into somebody else. Eh, it's just it's this movie things. But no, you actually, I've never seen this stuff. You actually seen this stuff. Can you tell us what what was one of the craziest 
moments that you experienced in the past, you know, with, with the spirit realm? Well, there, there was a lot of stuff, bro. Like, I, I think one of the, the main things that, that really impacted me, because it, it was like fresh to me. Uh, like I told you earlier, I was really close to the pastor. I was really close. We were yeah. very close. So I was always with him. He would like and get and get he would get invited to go to churches and preach. And we also had a, a little spot at the radio station, and it was it was fire. It was definitely fire. Um, and I remember one time, uh, a lot of people will always call. Like you will hear all types of stories, bro. People needing prayer for like crazy stuff even pastors i'm like what what the heck you a pastor pastor why are you going through this stuff (laughs) but Mm. one time this lady called and 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 it like we couldn't even it what what she needed she just needed prayer but i we just remember that when she i answered the phone you know i answered the phone and this lady was like hey i need prayer um i'm going through stuff I'm, i'm like battling some crazy stuff right now and and she was like, "Is it possible for you guys to come to the house and pray for me tonight?" Mm-hmm. And she was like, I, I don't think I'll go past tonight. I was like, "What the? You know what's going on?" So I remember I, I I got her number, and then when the radio when the radio was over, um, I told my pastor, I was like, "Yo, like this lady needs prayer," and like she was telling me a whole bunch of crazy stuff. She gave me her address and her, her phone number. So do you want to go right now? And I was he was like, "Yeah, let's go." So I remember it was the pastor, like two, two, two other guys from the church, and and the pastor's wife and me. And he had his 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 son. He was like at that time he was like five. And I remember we 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 showed up at this lady's apartment and we opened the door. As soon as we opened the door, she was like, "No, tú no entres aquí." I was like, "Oh, what the heck is going on?" <laughs> so like, "Now you don't come in here. You you don't come in here." She was pointing at the pastor, and I was like, "You Whoa. just want us to come here." And then we we went in there and, and her husband was like, yeah, yeah, come in, come in. They were in the living room, but the lady was like, as soon as she saw the pastor, she was going crazy. Mm. And I was like, whoa. But this lady was, she was like, tell me, bro, demonized, like, but like crazy. Yeah. And then I remember like, as soon as we got in there, like the pastor was like, he walked in there, you know, calm. He he wanted to talk to her, but she, she couldn't, she couldn't speak. So and her husband was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Um, because uh, she was literally on the floor. But by the time we were already inside the apartment, she was on the floor. But she was like, she was moving in, in weird ways. And I remember that her husband was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. She came and be doing that. She's going to kill the baby. And what the heck? But she was like manifesting on the floor. So yeah. then, you know, the pastor put his Bible down, his stuff, he put his stuff down and he, he started praying. And then we, we, all, we all started praying. And I remember this lady started yelling, bro. She started yelling like crazy. And then uh, we were literally there for like, for like probably almost two hours praying for this lady. And how, how old were you when, when this was happening? I was like, I think I was like 18. Eight, yeah, that was like around 18, 19. Oh. Okay, and you're like what twenty seven now? So I was like, okay. And and what were you thinking? And and like, you're seeing this. What what is what's going through your mind? I was like, whoa, what the heck did we get? Because <laughs> we were coming, we were just coming from the radio. You know, we were having fun in the car, and then <laughs> like, I don't, bro, it was literally I don't know. We just ended up at this lady's place, and all this crazy stuff was going on. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. I mean, I have I I had already seen like manifestations at the church. Right. But, but this was on another level. 
So then I remember um, we, we, we just started praying for this lady. And then the pastor tells me, um, hey, Enzo, um, go outside. This is too much. Take, take my, 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 my son outside. He, he can't be seeing this stuff. He's not going to be able to sleep at night. So I took him out. Mm-hmm. And then another brother that was with us, he came out with me too because that was too much for him. So then, you know, we were just outside. And then I, I told the other brother, I was like, yo, stay here with him. <laughs> I'm going to go see what's going on in there. So he stayed with his son and then I went inside. And I remember when I, when I went inside, this lady was like trying to throw up, but she couldn't throw up. And I remember the pastor was praying for her. And then the pastor told, told um, the lady's husband, he, um, here, you, you lay, lay, lay hands on her stomach. I'm going to pray on you because, you know, pastor didn't want to touch, touch her just like that because, you know, it's, a, it's um, he didn't want to be disrespectful. Yeah. So, and the pastor was praying for them. And then this guy was like, no, I can't touch her. It's, it, it's hot. Like her <laughs> It's hot. I can't touch her. And then asked, the pastor's wife, she, she, then she stepped in and then she started praying. They both started praying for the lady. And then this lady started throwing up, bro. This lady started throwing up. I remember when she was throwing up, she was looking, she was like on the floor. Yeah. Looking at the, at the pastor. And, and then, um, I, all I remember is that this lady opened up her mouth, bro, like really big. And her teeth literally looked like they were moving around. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I thought I was hallucinating, bro, but it was crazy. It was that Jeez. crazy, bro. I was so serious. And then I remember that, that she, you know, she ended up throwing, throwing up. And then she threw up. It, it looked it looked like like what she threw up looked like, like engine oil. Mm. Right? But like jelly it, it was weird it, it like, was like a big pile of that bro like literally and then um after that this lady after she threw up she literally went on the floor and she she knocked out hmm. she knocked out and then and then we stopped praying and we just waited for her to like to come back and she came back and then this lady she was just like she looked new yeah like her, her face looked completely different and then the pastor was like, so how do you feel? And she was like, I feel so light. I feel free. I feel peace. And the pastor was like, but, but what happened? Like, what caused this to happen? And, and, and she just stayed quiet. And then the, the pastor asked um, her husband, and, and, and he was like, honestly, I don't know. All I know, all I know is that at night, I didn't want to go to sleep with her because um, I will always feel weird stuff. She will always wake up like, you know. She will be sleeping. She will get up, st- like she will stand right next to the bed, looking at him. Bro, that's like paranormal activity, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh dude. no. And then he was like, and then every time I would tell her that she was being creepy the night before, she 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 wouldn't listen to me. She wouldn't pay attention to me. I like I I never knew what was going on. And then this lady, bro. After that, she looked skinny. She literally looked skinny, bro. And then and then. You know, an hour passed, and then the, the lady was like already good. Uh, she was able to speak, and then she was like, uh, "The pastor was like, so, you know, I want to know what's going on. I want to know what caused this." And she was like, "My father did did a a pact with the devil." Uh. And he was like, "And I also have," she said, "like like um, what's it called? Like she had like a little gang, like a little team, basically yeah. that, she, that she hired to kill people. Like they will pay her." To like kill people back in like El Salvador or whatever, and this and, is like like physically or like spiritually, like doing like 
bro. Oh Listen, wow! Oh, yeah, yeah she was deep. It was, it was some heavy stuff, bro. Like, yeah. But I already, but I stopped that because I tried to do it my first time because it was good money, but it didn't work. Mm. But then the devil kept going back to me, and she was like, and there was a snake living with me, and I was like, what? I was just listening in the back. I was like, what the heck? So there was this snake living yeah, with me. She said that there was a snake living with her, and and she was like, there's there was a snake living with me in this apartment. Nobody can see her, only me. And she was like, I was always hungry, but that that snake would literally go inside of me. And then it will come out and it will speak to me. I was like, what the? <laughs> Dude, it was crazy. No. Yeah, oh, so my then, then, And then she, she was she was like, I will always feel hungry because I will eat a lot. But it felt like it felt like I, like the food wasn't going anywhere. She was like, I, I, I would try to ignore that snake, but I couldn't. It, and, it, and whenever I wouldn't pay attention to it, the snake would throw stuff at me. I was like, what? Bro, it legit sounded crazy to me. It was really crazy. Yeah, she was deep. Bro, it was like, that. I never heard stuff like that. That was way too graphic for me. Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus, oh my God. But it was crazy, dude. Um, And then, you know, we prayed for this lady. She ended up coming to our church, but that was some crazy deliverance, bro. And I remember after that, the pastor, he, he actually went on like on a fast for like two weeks. And he told everybody they was there praying for that lady to go on a fast for two weeks. And I remember at that time I used to stay at the pastor's house a lot, and we 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 started you know we started to to fast and to pray. And then and then I remember one time I stayed over at his house and I was sleeping on the couch. And then the door they used to live in an apartment, and all the way at the top floor, and they had a balcony. I was I was on the on the couch. It was like two three a.m. I was on the couch and then the the blinds opened. I was like, whoa. And then as soon as the blinds opened, his son came out of his room crying. He came out of his room crying. He was like, Dad, Dad, there's some someone in the room. And then he got up and then and then we went to the room. There was nobody there, but the window was open. And then I told him, I was like, yo, like the blinds literally opened as when he came out of before he came out of the of the room. And he was like, yeah. we're being Attack. we're being attacked we got to keep praying and bro that kept happening for like during those two weeks that he was fasting and praying and you think that was uh, obviously because of that deliverance that he oh yeah definitely yeah I, I asked him i was like what's going on because you know that that was new to me i was like i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to be here that's going gonna be happening yeah but he was like honestly th- this is stuff that you can't really run away from you just know that you have authority from god so we got to keep fighting wow Every time he would tell me that, it just wouldn't click in my mind, bro. Now that I have a little bit more wisdom and from yeah. what I heard at my church, I'm like, wow, that's that's so true. Like now it makes sense. Like he would tell me, like, we you know, we gotta put put on our, you know, our armor. Armor. I was like, what what does that even mean? Does that mean that we gotta keep praying? Yeah. But yeah, now, yeah. now I know that, you know, armor means like, you know, we gotta fast, pray, read the word. All those things, because you know we we gotta be ready. But yeah. back then, it just didn't make sense to me, because I was so focused on being there, you know, working next to the pastor. I, that's that's why I see a lot of the things that happen at, at our church that I think that are important, because I used to work next next to a pastor, and I saw like now I see a lot of things that I didn't see before yeah. that they're needed. But yeah, it was crazy, bro. 
that was one of the things that really hit me, like impacted me in my walk with Christ because it, it was just new to me. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't see that, man. I, you know, it, I, I don't know if it's crazy, but I want to see that stuff because, yeah. you know, it's that thing where it's like we obviously have faith in God and we don't see him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why a lot of people don't want to believe in God, too, because they, they it's so easy to see darkness. Yeah. Right. Like it's so easy for them to see it. But then also a lot of people haven't seen it. And and so having those testimonies of like, yo, hey, this is not just in movies, bro. Like this is this is really happening. I think it, it just puts things into 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 perspective. You know what I mean? In the place that you are right now, now, right? You, you, I, I don't think we're seeing a lot of deliverance in our church. I mean, it, it does happen. It, yeah, it happens. I, I've, honestly, <clears throat> I feel, I feel one of the things that I've learned from our pastor is that um, when things like that have happened at church, people don't really notice it happens because pastor knows how to deal with that at the moment. If we see, you know, a demon manifesting, yeah. We already know that we don't have to focus on that. Like everybody doesn't have to focus on that. One person can literally go over there. We already have authority. All we got to do is in the name of Jesus, you got to get out. You get out. Boom. Exactly. So, because um, demons during the church, when they start manifesting, it can be a distraction too. And we need wisdom when that happens. Yeah. And, and I've learned that at my church. I learned that at our church now. Because before, I remember that when there was a demon manifesting, everybody would literally focus on that. We, everybody will stop praying and only like the leaders or the pastor, the deacons will go and pray for that, for that person. And everybody's just looking. Exactly. Everybody's just like, Oh, what's going on over there? And, and you know, we got to be ready, bro. I mean, yeah, we just got to be ready and not make that that priority. There's people that, you know, the church has people that are ready and prepared for people like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that comes with being a good, like you said, being, you know, having a good pastor, you know, yeah. like pastors that were calling up on the radio station, like, yo, I need help. You know, you got to You got to really check your heart. Yeah. For real. Check your faith, because, you know, as as a as a pastor and, and just as a follower of Christ, period, you know, you do have power and you can battle these things, you know. And so, man, and it's crazy even when you start talking about manifestations and, uh, you know, not everything is a manifestation. Not everything manifests in the same way. Sometimes we're dealing with with demons and, and oppression and it comes in the form of anger and it comes in the form of depression and it comes in the form of uh, lust or whatever the case may be. There's different forms. Um, and I think that's one of the dope things about being a Christian is like you have this understanding where it's like, man, I don't need to fight this myself. Like yeah. I have power. So you put on that armor, you know, you put, you just get in your word, you pick up the sword, you know what I'm saying? And, and you get to work right now in your life, man. Uh, you know, with the pandemic, well, right now you're a freelancer, right? Mm-hmm. You do work for the church and you do work for other churches mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you're constantly moving. You don't have a, a stable job per se. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've learned about you or that inspires me, one of the many things is your trust in God, right? You like trust him to provide, um, right? And a lot of times we don't, we, it's hard for 
us to have that type of trust because we don't have faith, right? That he's going to provide. Can can you just expand on that? Tell us your testimony on that and just really talk to the people about having faith in the Lord providing. Oh, that's that's crazy, bro. Um, honestly, that has been a that has been another new thing for me. Okay. That I that I that I was happy to take on and I was ready to to test it out. You know, I just I just I've been married for like a year now. Yeah. Um and walking into marriage, my fear was always like I always had this thought in, in my head that I don't wanna go through stuff that I've seen my parents gone through. Like yeah. the financial stuff, because that's hard, bro. It's I've been through moments where we have gotten kicked out of our own house. Hmm. We have gotten kicked out of uh, out of uh, apartments, and I'm like, I don't want to go through that. I cancel, I cancel that in the name of Jesus. That's not, going, yeah. that's not coming here <laughs> for real. But then, ever since I got out of school, I always work with my dad. Um, he he has a construction company, and my dad has, you know, he's a hardworking man. You know, he got his own stuff going on, but I just I kept seeing stuff in my parents um, that I I don't want to fall, you know. I don't want to fall into. So, you know, walking into marriage, I was like, God, I, I don't have a stable. Like, I don't want to. First of all, I don't want to work in construction anymore. I want to do th- what I love to do. Which yeah. is, you have given me the wisdom to learn. Like and, all and, the things that I, that I know. And I just want to clarify this because it was just in my heart. But like when, when we see these patterns in our in our parents, it's not that it's fully their fault. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's just what. It's just part of God's plan also, you know, and it's what made, made us stronger. Like those those things that, you know, that attacked them, those things that those obstacles that they went through as Hispanic parents specifically, oh, yeah. right? Us being Hispanics, like it's we don't look at them and say, man, I don't I don't want to be like that. You, we appreciate what they did, how hard they worked and, and the fact that they came to this this country and, and made something happen and, and provided the best that they can. Um, but at the same time, with the understanding and the wisdom that the Lord has given us, is like, man, we can have better. The Lord tells us, like, man, I can give you more so that your family can have more, not just your future family, but even your parents. So just wanted to clarify that, you know what I mean? Because yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, you know, walk, walking into marriage, you know, that was my fear. Like, like I remember because I, I proposed to Melanie in March of, la- of last year and right. we got married in August. So during the time we were engaged, we started looking for, for, you know, apartments. We, you know, we just wanted to get ready. We, plus we had the wedding on top of that. And, and, and I was just always telling God, God, please just provide. Just yeah. provide. Cause you know, I don't want to go to my dad and be like, yo dad, I need, I need $5,000. So $10,000. I, I knew he doesn't, he, I, he, don't, he didn't have it. So literally the whole time I never asked anybody for money. Cause I remember um one time, the Lord told 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 me through through a close friend. He was like, "Hey, you know, the Lord says that that you'll be you'll be okay. He he'll provide everything that you need. Like literally, don't worry." And that felt so good at the moment because I I I I had that in, you know in my mind the whole time. God, God, how am I gonna do this? You know, like I had that fear that it wasn't gonna go right when it came to like the financial part. Yeah, and I was thinking about the wedding, and on top of that, I was thinking about after the wedding, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got a new apartment. You're getting, exactly. uh, you're living together for the first time. It's, exactly. it's a lot of expenses. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, 
it, I, bro, I literally when we were engaged, going, you know, and the whole road towards the wedding, bro, I kept seeing God. Me and Melanie kept seeing God all the time, bro. Like literally, dude, we didn't pay a single penny for the wedding. Everything yeah. was everything was a blessing, dude. And then you know when when I saw God manifesting and providing for the wedding, and it was a good wedding. Yeah, bro, I loved it. It was beautiful. It was a great wedding. <laughs> it was it was beautiful. But then you know when I saw God just providing, bro, I remember like during 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 the time we were engaged, we started looking for apartments. We literally went to like thirty different apartments, bro. They were all taken. The first apartment we went to is the one where I live at now. And I remember when we first came here, I, I, I we were at the at the office, and I told Manny, I was like, "We're gonna live here. I I can feel it." And and then and then you know she just looked at me and she smiled. This was after, like literally a week after I we got I proposed I proposed to her, and then you know we forgot about this apartment, so we kept looking around because they they told us here um that they had like they, they would just put your name down, and if you were whenever they had an, an apartment available, if you were the first one, you know. They were, they were going to call you. So we went to a different, a whole bunch of different uh, apartments. And then it was like literally two weeks. We were two weeks away from the wedding. And then the last apartment that we went to, they called. It was a Tuesday. They called. They called Melanie and they were like, hey, um, sorry. They, they, they sent her an email saying that we didn't get approved hmm. for the apartment. And then I remember Melanie, she called me and she was like, babe. We don't have a place to live. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't want to live with your parents. I don't want to live with my parents. What are we gonna do? And then, you know, I remember I, I told her, I was like, "Babe, don't worry about it. God's gonna come through." That happened on on a Tuesday. The next day on Wednesday, I remember I was at church with Carlos. That we were working at church, and then Melanie calls me. It was like around noon. And she was like, "Babe, guess what happened? The the apartments, the siesta key apartments, they 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 just call me. They say they have an apartment available. If I want it, I have to go right now. I was like, go. So <laughs> she she went to the apartment, she signed the papers, and Crazy. then we got it. That was two weeks before before the wedding, bro. And and you know, God just kept providing. We needed money to put down. We didn't even have the money, bro. <laughs> and literally, God provided the money for that. Where did bro, that money come from? Actually, I don't even remember because literally everything happened like that. It's just like back to back, yeah. For real, dude, even 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 her dress when 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 she she couldn't find her dress and she found it like two three weeks before the wedding. Uh, we didn't have the money for for her dress. I remember she went to the store. She went to the store to find the dress. She found the dress, and then I, I was at her house. When she got to her house, she was like, she was like, "Babe, guess what happened?" I was like, "What happened?" She, she was like, "I found the dress," and I was like, "How did you pay for it?" <laughs> yeah. So like my mom showed up with like an envelope that her that her boss gave her to give it to me. It was it was a you know a, a gift, a present for the wedding, and it was the, the exact same amount that the that the that the dress cost. I was like, what? Man, the ring was a another another thing, bro. That was that was another crazy thing too. Let me tell you how that happened, bro. So look, before I proposed to Melanie, we you know me and Melanie we we go to different churches and we worship. So this pastor, he he called us. He was like, "Hey, can you guys come to worship this this weekend at our church?" And then I was like, "Yeah, we're like, yeah, we'll be there." So we went to the church. It was beautiful. After the church, after the service ended, the pastor was like, "Hey, can you guys stay? Can you guys stay? Um, I'm gonna celebrate my my daughter's birthday, and you know, just stay. It's gonna be fun." So we ended up staying. 
the, the party was beautiful and then the party was over and then we were helping the pastor clean up yeah and then pastor comes up to to me and melanie and he's and he's like he's pointing at me he's like the lord says that it's time for you guys to get married and then he's like hey you and so the lord says that you don't have to ask her parents for permission you just have to ask for her blessing because you already have the permission from the lord i was like whoa what the <laughs> that's a bar yeah dude for real i was like wow okay so then you know we left the church it was beautiful bro it was beautiful it, it, the next day on monday we started planning with melanie and that week that week she was she was gonna leave to mexico she was gonna leave to mexico to to lead worship over there and i remember um you know we were planning the wedding i was like she was, she was like when do you want to do the wedding and i was like i felt like we'll have to do it by the end of august and then you know we said that date I dropped her off at church at King of the Nations on Thursday because she was going to leave with Pastor and 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 the, and the team to Mexico. And I dropped her off at church. I remember when I dropped her off, when they left, I was praying in the car. I was like, God, if this is your will for us to get married in August, please provide the money for the for the ring by the first week of March. Yeah. If I if I if I if I get the ring by the first week of March, that means that's I want that to be confirmation for the wedding, and I'm gonna propose by the end of March. I said I said this on a Tuesday. I prayed that on a, on on Thursday on a Thursday after I dropped her off. See, the weekend came, and and Melanie was like, "Babe, right now that I'm not gonna be here, talk to my dad." And I was like, no, I'm going to talk to her, to your dad when, when you come back so we can all talk together. <laughs> uh, you know, I was trying to avoid that talk. And then, and then, you know, she was like, no, I'll talk to him this weekend. I was like, okay, I'll see. So then Saturday came. I was pulling up at her house, and then her dad was pulling up at the same time. And he was like, hey, what's up? Um, you trying to go eat? Let's go to IHOP real quick. I was like, bet, let's go. And I, in my mind, I was like, God, what's going on? Is this you trying trying to set me up? <laughs> so then, you know, in my mind, I was like, God, if this is your will, make him start the conversation. And mm -hmm. I said that because I knew he wasn't going to do it. And we were eating, bro. We were eating. And then he starts talking about that. I was like, God, are you serious? <laughs> so he starts talking about like us getting married and stuff. And I was like, you know, I never expected that from him. Yeah. Because I I, I, he, I know how he how he is. So I knew he wasn't going to start the, the conversation. And then I, I told him, I was, like, I was like, look, I was literally just praying about this. And I told him what happened that week. It was like last Sunday we went to, to that church. And because he knows the pastor, he was like, and, you know, the pastor, the pastor told us this and this and that. And he, me and Melanie started planning on, 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 on Monday. And then this is what we have. And he was, and then he started crying. He was like, yeah, I mean, you have my permission, man. You already know. Go for it. I already know this is from God. Hmm. And he was crying when he was telling me that. So he knew, bro. He knew. And then that was on Saturday. The next day on Sunday, I went to, to her house and I was in the basement. I I was watching TV there, I think, or a movie. I don't remember. And then this this brother from the, from the church, he calls me. He was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I was like, "I'm just here chilling at, at, at Melanie's house." And then he was like, "Come over, um, come over. We have we have a uh, we have Colombian food." I was like, "Bet." And this was my first. I was barely like getting to 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 know them, and and this was this was my first time going to their house. So I went to the house. And then I sat on the couch, you know, and then the the this couple, they they're very close to us now. And then um he 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 was there, he was he was looking at his wife and, he, and but he was laughing. He was like looking at his wife and looking at me and he was laughing. I was like, What's going on? What what's up? And then he was like, 
um, we want to tell you something. He was, I was like, what happened? He was like, me and my wife, we've been having this set of rings for like five years. They had barely been at church for like five, six months. And he was like, I took him to the store because I wanted to return them because it didn't fit my wife anymore. I wanted to return the rings. And, and when we went to the store, they were only giving us 40% of the rings uh, because I didn't, I didn't have the receipt, but they were giving us store credit. I think, I think they said that they paid like, like 7K for the rings. And they were only giving them like like three k something like that. Yeah. He, he said that my wife didn't want to take that money, and she didn't want to take the store credit. And, and and he said he said that his wife told him at the store that the Lord the Lord told her that they, they had to keep the rings. They were gonna bless a couple, and then you know they kept the, they kept the, the set Jeez. of rings. And then he said that at their old church, there was a couple that they thought it was them. And then, you know, they start praying. They start asking the Lord if it was them. And he said that they gave, they gave the Lord a date. But that day, if they didn't have confirmation, it wasn't them. So that day came. They had a dream that it wasn't them. And that same day, that couple called them, telling them that they broke up. They were not going to get married anymore. And then... You know, they, you know, they they kept they, they hold they kept holding the rings. Another couple came, and then he he thought it was it was them, but his wife thought it wasn't them, and they ended up breaking up. Jeez. And then that weekend, that I you know remember, I prayed I prayed this on a Thursday when I dropped Melanie off. On Saturday, I I I, I talked to her to her dad. On Friday, he, he and then on Sunday, he I was at this family's house he, and they were telling me this whole story about the rings and then he was like on friday me and my wife um we woke up and then we had the same dream that it was you guys bro i started crying i was like bro what's going on i started crying and i told him i was like look last sunday this happened you know you know um, on, thursday, on thursday i was praying i was asking the lord to like give me the money to buy the rings that me and manny had looked for we the, like the, the rings that I wanted to get her, they were like seven hundred dollars. And I was and, you know, I told I told him I was telling the Lord to give me the money by 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 the first week of next March of, of, of next month, which is March. And and I told him that was confirmation for me from the Lord that I was gonna get married on August thirty first and I had to propose on, uh, by the end of, of the month. And I was like, This it literally happened like three days after I prayed. I had the both of the rings, bro, and they were beautiful. Guy was like seven hundred. Hold up, <laughs> let me add another zero to that. For real, dude. And you won't have to pay nothing. And it literally, bro, it was like that the whole time throughout, throughout, throughout the whole time that we were engaged. Um, the apartment was another blessing. The dress was a blessing, and it we just kept seeing God, bro. And we still seeing God every month when we have to pay stuff. Yeah, yeah. You always tell me like, man, God came through again this month with the rent. God oh, came through this month. Something God happened. Something like, happened. God been blessing me literally like a day before I had to pay the rent. Bro, literally, me and Melanie, we don't worry. We don't worry, bro, because we already know God's going to come through. I freelance, bro. You know, I, I do photography, graphic design, um, and sound for like different people, different churches. So yeah, God always opens up a door. You know, I don't. I don't know if you remember. Before this pandemic happened, we had a service, and, and Katie preached. And I don't know if you remember, Katie ended up not even preaching that day because it, it was crazy. Yeah, it was worship. Exactly. And I don't know if you remember. At the end, Katie was like, "I just feel from the Lord that we have to give the Lord an offering, whatever you, whatever yes. you, 
whatever you can. And I remember, remember we made a line and everybody was giving an offering. Yeah. And, and Gator was like, you know, pray for, for something to happen. Ask the Lord for something to happen. And I, and I, I, bro, I remember that night I only had $40 and I was holding those $40 because after that we had planned that we were going to go to TGI Friday. <laughs> holding it tight. <laughs> for real, dude. So, you know, and then, and then I just fell from the Lord, like giving those $40, bro. Jeez. And then I told the Lord, I was like, God, I just want to pay it off the credit card debt that me and Melanie have. And it was like like around 7K, bro. Literally like around 7K. And, you know, like during this whole pandemic time, bro, I've yeah. seen the Lord come through. And like in the past two, three months, bro, I'm only, we're only like $300 away from the debt. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. And I... In a pandemic. In a pandemic, bro. Your job is limited. Churches are closed. That that takes off like almost, you know, 50% of your work. I don't even know how, how it happened. Like for real, I don't even know how it happened. And then, wow. bro, pastors be blessing us out of nowhere. People that we know that we're close to, they just come up to us. They're like, yo, the Lord told me to give you this. And we're like, what? <laughs> bro, and it's so crazy because God will... You you will just it'll just happen. I'm not even lying, bro. And and I say this, you know, all glory to God for real. Yeah, it literally happens every time, bro. Almost every month. I I already know it's about to happen. Like yeah. it's crazy. And and you know, me and Melanie, bro. There's so much grace, bro. There's so much grace, and and, and God just just keeps showing up. What would you say? As your last words, what would you recommend? What 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 words of encouragement can you give? to um, maybe a person listening who who loves art, who loves to produce, who loves to design, who loves to do all these things, right? And and um, wants to help the church out. Well, what can you say to them to encourage them? I, I feel like when you're someone that's create, creative in a lot of areas, one of, one of the things that it's very important that helped me a lot is, is finding a community that, that a community is going to push you to be better, yeah. to to grow those gifts in, in you, and because my church did that, you know, and and I found out that it's not just about the gift. There's something else that you need to back it up. You know, we need to push you to seek Jesus more. We need to we need to push you to 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 and teach you how this works, what this is. It's discipleship. You know, exactly. A lot of us is we're just Christian, but we just have the title, but we don't know we don't know that there's more to it. You know, so definitely finding a place where you can be disciple and when there is people that that are going to be there for you. You already know, bro, at our church, we have we're all there for, for each other, bro. Yeah. And and, and 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 when we see things like 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 what's happening to me happening, we get excited for each other. Yeah. And that, that's beautiful because that's kingdom, bro. That's literally kingdom. That's what I yeah. want. Um. So definitely finding a place where you can grow, where you can be disciple, and where where you can get to a place that you can disciple, it's important, bro. Wow, big time. Yeah, because even even at our church, even now that I'm married, um, I think one of the that's one of the things that just have having people there that can help me now that I, that we're married, it's a big thing, bro. You need that at a church. Yeah. 
And I think uh, even for me, as even with my testimony, like asking for a church, like yeah, when I was down and out and I didn't have a church to go to, you know, obviously being a, a millennial, like, yeah, I could go to Google and look up church and go through reviews, check out Yelp, see what's good, see what the people saying, you know what I mean? Or you could pray and say, God, give me a church, give me a community, give me somewhere to go and then just be patient and allow him to 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 bring you into that place. And that's what I did. I prayed. I said, God, I want to go to church. I want to I want to be with you. Mm-hmm. Help me. Give me a church while I was still asking people, hey, you what church you go to? What church you go to? And then all of a sudden, you know, hey, you want to come to my church? Oh, yeah. Send me the address. Boom. Yeah. And it's the easiest way to get there. I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah, that's and God. There's also like people that are already in a church, but they don't have that like discipling and stuff like that. And it's yeah. okay. You can still ask, you can still ask the Lord to like guide you to a place where, where you can get all of that. Yeah. I think that's the most, I think that's the smartest thing to do. Yeah. People are still people. Humans are, you know, we're still humans. Um, they might think they're at a good church because they feel comfortable, but that doesn't mean it's a good church. And I felt like I was never going to leave that place. Mm. And I love them. I'm still close to them, but yeah. I, just, I just grew. Right. And I, I didn't fit there anymore. And that's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. 